time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, serving you throughout the Greensboro area with an office on Muir's Chapel Road. Find us online at greensbororetirement.com. Glenn, hello and are you ready for another great show today? Hey, Walter. Yes, sir. Let's get to it. We will uh, have a good time rocking and rolling on today's program. So without delay, let's jump into today's conversation. And we're talking today about working with an advisor and potentially what are maybe some of the wrong reasons that you might be sticking with a financial advisor? Could you be working with an advisor who's no longer a great fit for you anymore? I think this often stems from, Glenn, the fact that we see a broker or advisor who's doing a less than stellar job for folks, but they continue the relationship for one reason or another. Maybe it's just because that uh, advisor has just been nice or they've it's just a longevity concern. Hey, it's been who I've been with for a really long time. Maybe it's a loyalty issue or some other element in the relationship. And we want to talk on today's show about, you know, why there might be some of the, uh, what might be some of the triggers or some of the statements that we've heard from clients about why it's important to get advice and uh, why they may have, you know, still made an excuse or why they're still maybe leaning on a wrong reason for working with the advisor that they currently have a relationship with. So I know this is something you've probably encountered many times before, Glenn, just having these kinds of conversations with folks. And certainly you've had people come through your door where it's not the first time they've met with a financial advisor or worked with one before. Right. Well, no, I mean, that's exactly right, Walter. I mean, you know, most oftentimes when folks come in, they've um, worked with at least one other um, financial advisor in the past, you know, maybe, maybe more than one. Yet at the same time, they're, you know, oftentimes they still have questions and they're maybe seeking a set, another opinion, second opinion, and, you know, an evaluation of, you know, where they are and so forth. And so, yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, that's not that uncommon. Yeah, and so here's a few examples that we'll cover on today's show of uh, where we've seen some of these reasons come from. You might have somebody come in and they say something along the lines of, you know, I'm approaching retirement, but my portfolio doesn't really seem to reflect that fact. <laughs> kind of like somebody's picking up through the tea leaves that maybe things aren't quite as they should be with their portfolio. Right. Well, no, Walter. I mean, I think that that's one of the big deals, right, that I, you know, that I... I encounter a lot of times when folks come in, it's like, you know, I mean, we know that there are, you know, distinct timeframes in life in terms of your financial life. You know, we, you know, there's the accumulation years, which are all those years that you're saving for retirement, right? And then as you're transitioning towards retirement, you know, you, you kind of get to where, you know, you should be more in the preservation and approaching the, uh, the distribution years, right? And so, you know, that shift from accumulation to preservation and then distribution, you know, that's something that don't, virtually everybody has to go through when they're coming into retirement. And unfortunately, uh, there's an awful lot of folks out there that I see who, you know, really, you know, ought to be in preservation and, you know, maybe even distribution. And, you know, when I see them for the first time, I mean, their, their portfolio looks, you know, it's like, you know, they're still all the way into accumulation and maybe they've done well, you know, in, you know, in terms of rate of return. But a lot of times they don't really realize how much risk they have on in their portfolio. And sometimes they, they kind of do. And that's one of those kind of making them nervous. And that's why we're having a conversation. But that oftentimes happens. And, you know, it's certainly something that 
folks need to be aware of and they need to be thinking about it. It's like, you know, does your advisor that you're working with, you know, have the skill set and do they specialize in, you know, in, in where you are in life and what you're needing, you know, for going forward in your in your financial life and, and your retirement planning? That's a great point. I would also put myself in the shoes of a client who's maybe been in this situation before where there's maybe a communication breakdown. They say something along the lines of, you know, I don't usually understand much of what my advisor says, and I'm, I'm always kind of confused after we meet. But, you know, uh, the, I guess the money's just not my thing, maybe. And uh, plus, <laughs> hey, we have we have kids in school together. You know, we see them at the PTA meetings, that sort of thing. And, right. uh, you know, the advisor's just a really good person. But, yeah, I don't really understand what's in my portfolio. Sure. I can't tell you. I mean, that, how many times that I, you know, I've heard, I've heard that it's just like, you know, well, I don't really understand what, you know, what's there and why it's there and, and, and so forth. And that, that really ought to be a red flag, right? I mean, you really should understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. That's true no matter where you are in life, you know, and, and you know, whether you're in the early years of accumulation or, or, or you know, or you're, you know, you're approaching retirement or wherever you are. But, you know, especially, you know, when you're when you're thinking about, OK, what is going to be your exit strategy? You know, how are you going to start moving money out of the accounts? That, you know, when you start to say, hey, I'm going to I'm going to start taking income from this money that I've saved for retirement, you know, in these accounts that, you know, that are my retirement accounts. And, you know, you really need to understand how is that going to work? What are going to be the all the different implications? You know, are there going to be different ways to take things out, you know, or or how do I position myself for retirement? You know, are there going to be tax implications if I do it this way or that? What about, you know, how does my portfolio or how do my retirement accounts interconnect with, you know, how how and what is going to be my Social Security strategy? I mean, there's a lot of pieces to that puzzle. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, folks, they come away from their talking with their advisor and they walk out and they're kind of confused by all the different, you know, investments and, and you know, and, and, and different financial products and this and that and whatever. And sometimes it's, you know, you, you got to really just kind of break it down and say, OK, well, what is your money and what are these accounts doing for you? Are your accounts and is your plan, you know, is it designed to take you where you need to go over the next number of years and you know and really for the rest of your life if you're really beginning to enter into retirement and that's really the the bottom line and it's just like how is this account or how are these accounts going to serve you and what's going to be the strategy on how you use those accounts and how they work for you and you know and then you know possibly you know create you know legacy plans and everything else of how do you want your money to to work for you and for the people you care about you know ongoing and those are the real questions that you really need to understand. And, you know, it comes more and more that way, particularly when you're when you're going into the retirement years. So important to make sure that you have a good relationship with your advisor, but that it's not at the sake of some of these other things like understanding what's in your plan, recognizing that your portfolio may not be adapted to your current stage in life, uh, like we talked about a little bit earlier. Another great example would be uh, kind of, again, along those communication lines here, Glenn, but a little bit differently, and it's more of a frequency thing. You know, somebody may have the complaint of never getting together for reviews or uh, rarely talking on the phone with an advisor. But a lot of times people will sort of, you know, use the reasoning of, well, I know they work with a lot of people. They're very busy. They've worked with our family for years. So I know they're taking care of me anyway, even though they're real busy and we haven't spoken to one another in a while or haven't had much frequent communication. Uh, I know they've still got my best interest in mind. Sure. Well, you know, I mean, for me, Walter, I mean, I, I think it's important to connect with folks and connect with your clients and make sure that there's there's that open line of communication. 
you know, and everybody's a little different, you know, different folks need different things in terms of communication. Some folks like to get, like to get together a little bit more often, you know, some folks it's like, Hey, you know what? I, I understand my plan. I, and I understand where we're going and let's get together. You know, if you think that there's something that needs to change or, you know, if you see something that's going on, you know, in the marketplace or, you know, so I, I really have that be an open free, you know, you know, communication with my clients is just to, you know, how often do you want to get together? Certainly we're going to get together on a pretty you know regular basis just because I want to be checking in with you you know normally at least once or twice a year if not more but um, you know I, I really want to make sure that those lines are open and folks know that they can reach out and they should reach out and it, it you know it shouldn't be one of those things where it's just like you know golly I never hear from them you know I mean even if it's just, it's just like an email you know to you know to say hey you know hey how are you doing or you know just kind of keeping you up to date with what's going on with you know some newsletters and things like that I mean it's just knowing that that person's there and that they're looking out for you. And then, the, and, and then the client realizes, hey, you know what? I mean, if I have any, any questions at all, I can just pick up the phone or, or, you know, or send an email. And I, I know that I've got communication lines wide open. And I think that's critically important you know, to know that that's there for you. Yeah, that's a great point. One other, uh, one other point here, Glenn, would be you know, somebody who's working with an advisor and they kind of recognize the fact that, hey, this advisor doesn't specialize in retirement planning, but it's an old college buddy of mine, so I've you know, stuck with him for all these years and you know, it's worked well in the past on some of these other things. So even though there's no specialty in retirement planning, you know, the, the same principles must apply, right? Well, you know, Walter, I mean, it's important, right, you know, to understand, you know, what is the skill set of your advisor, you know, and what are, where do they specialize? You know, I always kind of liken it to, it's like, you know, if you went, when you're a child, you know, when you go to the doctor, you know, who do you go see? Well, obviously, you go see a pediatrician. Right. And then as you grow a little older, then you go to a different doctor and, you know, time goes on and you go to other doctors and, you know, the, the older you get, you know, it tends to be, you know, actually see, you know, a, a few possibly and then they tend to be more specialized in what they do. And so, you know, really, when you're when you're starting to move into the retirement years or, or you're, maybe you're already in the retirement years, you know, I mean, you have to ask yourself the question, you know, does it make sense for me to have a general practitioner as my advisor or does it make more sense to be able to be, you know, working with somebody who who really specializes in retirement planning and in, you know, retirement income planning and making sure that, you know, that I'm tax efficient and, you know, how am I going to pass things on to my heirs and, you know, and, and those kinds of things you know, in the most efficient way possible. Accumulation is important, but it's not all there is. And particularly once you start transitioning to retirement, there's a lot to, you know, how are you going to manage the, basically, it's like you, you spent your whole life climbing the mountain, right? And now it's like, okay, now I've got to come down the other side. And it's, it's a, you know, it's a different skill set. And you really want to think in terms of, you know, well, you know, am I working with the person who's going to help me you know, through that journey of retirement in the best way possible and make sure that, you know, that I'm taking care of you know, the taxes in the most efficient way, that I'm setting up plans to be able to take care of my, you know, my spouse if something should happen to me prematurely. And what will happen to, you know, everything that we've worked for our entire lives if something happens, you know, will, will it pass on to heirs, you know, efficiently? Or is my plan just, it's like, hey, it's my, my plan just designed to save for retirement and I hope I've picked the right investments. There's a big difference between that type of thinking and the thinking of how am I going to navigate through the retirement years and, and start drawing money out and, you know, when am I going to do that? How am I going to do that? And what are the strategies involved with that? That's a whole different mindset and a whole different skill set. And you got to really ask yourself the question, you know, are you, are you working with the right advisor with where you are in life? 
Well, Glenn, what would you say to somebody who is in this position that we've talked about on today's show where they have this inkling that maybe they're not working with the right advisor, but they're trying to lean on different reasons for why that's the case, uh, but they're, they're kind of struggling to pull the trigger on making a change, even though they may realize or kind of know deep down that one is needed? You got to listen to yourself, right? And it's like, you know, don't give yourself, you know, hold yourself accountable, right? And you know, really start thinking about it. So it's like, am I doing the right thing by my, you know, what's right for my family? What's right for my spouse, right? I mean, you know, it's sometimes those are difficult um, questions to ask yourself and it's easy to kind of put things off and whatnot. But, you know, in your heart of hearts, you really know. And if you really listen to yourself and you realize it's like, hey, you know what? I'm not certain that this is exactly what I need right now. I mean, you know, maybe maybe things have been really good and, and this advisor got me to this point. But may, perhaps maybe there's a, there's a second opinion that I should seek out to see if there's maybe some better strategies for me to work with when I'm in the retirement years and, you know, and, and throughout the rest of life. And how is all that going to work? I mean, if those aren't conversations that are regularly happening about how are taxes going to work when I start taking money out? What about Social Security if you haven't already taken it or maybe you've taken it and your spouse hasn't or vice versa? You know, I mean, those kinds of strategies are important to determine what, you know, what, what, are, what are you going to do and how are you going to make it through and how, how are you going to make sure that your resources are going to last and you're being the most efficient with them. You know, if, if those aren't, you know, consistent, regular questions, you know, in, you know, in your reviews and, and your and your conversations with your advisor, those would be some really red flags going off. And maybe it's time for you to just say, you know what, at the very least, let's go get a second opinion and let's have a conversation. Well, if you want to uh, participate in that conversation and explore what it would look like to work with an advisor who might be specializing in retirement more than maybe a current advisor that you've worked with in the past or one that does value communication and some of these things that we've talked about today, I do encourage you to reach out and have a conversation with Glenn Mosseller. If you feel like your local advisor may not be meeting your standards, or maybe that's the problem. You're not even working with a local advisor in your area with maybe a, a national conglomerate. And that's why it's so difficult to have communication and to get in touch and to uh, you know have that little extra level of care that's really necessary to put together a true financial plan. We'll reach out to Glenn Mosseller and have a conversation about your plan. You can have a free consultation, in fact, by going to Greensboro Retirement retirement.com and on the bottom of the page you'll see the free consultation button that you can click on to schedule a time to meet that's greensboro retirement.com or you can give a call to glenn at 336-291-3535 that's 336-291-3535 glenn thanks for all the help on today's show enjoy the conversation and we'll do it again next week all right walter take care now you do as well that's glenn Mosseller. i'm walter storholt thanks for joining us we'll talk to you next time right back here on the retirement roadmap podcast